everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a very fine and subtle art to minding your own goddamn business. One that I've never had the finesse to develop. And it is weird because if you watch the news every now and then, you wonder how the hell do these grisly murders happen when you hear about, you know, somebody removed the eyeballs and somebody removed a thumb and they finally found it in the sphincter of the, the dead person. I mean, just bizarre shit. You know, they found evidence of feces and semen underneath the stove. What kind of wild shit's going on where you've got feces and semen under the stove? God, who did a comedy bit about that? I think it was Dave Chappelle. He said, a burglar breaks into your house and he's sneaking around. He's got the stuff. He's about to leave. And he says, wait, before I leave. And he's unzipping his fly and pulling his dick out. And he says, time to leave my signature. It's like... Who masturbates that way? Or if you're having wild wild sex in the kitchen and somebody's taking a shit in the middle of it and then at the end there's this, I don't know, gas hose out of control free spray going on for ejaculation, what the hell goes on in your house? How am I not living that life? What was that one thing they called it? A blumpkin. Now, I had to look this up when I first heard about it on Urban Dictionary. In Urban Dictionary, if you ever have to puzzle out what, like, some bizarre sexual phrase you ever heard is or something dirty sounding, go to Urban Dictionary first, urbandictionary.com. Just type it in. It'll explain to you. And I'm not sure who invented this little gem, but a blumpkin is the fine art of sitting on a toilet and defecating while receiving oral sex. And evidently it's a timing thing. It's finishing at the moment of the BM. It is disgusting, just as it sounds. I mean, it's it's not in the realm of like a two girls, one cup, but it's still nasty. But you also got to, you know, what is there, experimentation going on? I mean, somebody had to have invented the Blumpkin to begin with. By the way, I first heard that phrase at a sing-along at the Hollywood Bowl in... Southern California, and they played the movie The Sound of Music with Julie Andrews. And it was a sing-along. Every time a song broke out, the entire crowd would begin singing. Well, here's the sick part. When they had the... Maria was in the... like the little garden house, and the, the major came out, and he's just about to tell her he loves her. There's a moment of silence, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this man's voice cuts the crowd, and he says... Maria, did the nuns ever explain to you what a blumpkin is? And it was, hands down, the nastiest thing I'd ever heard. I didn't even know what a blumpkin was. I was sure it was filthy, though. I looked it up on my phone, and guess what? When I guess, I'm always right. But it was hysterical. Every man in that crowd laughed his ass off, and every woman in the crowd immediately hated all the men in the crowd. So not much change from the beginning of the concert. But it does explain a lot of just people's thoughts. You know, what happens when you're just weird, just sarcastic, or chemically altered and weird. Not that I was, but people do. And sometimes people don't even intend to be altered. They don't mean to be sarcastic or bizarre or freakish. But something happens to them when that chemical changes in their brain. 
and you never know what the hell's going to go down. And it's that kind of uncertainty, that kind of craziness, in the vein of Hunter S. Thompson and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. If you saw the movie, it's bullshit compared to the, the book. But all that wrapped together is what brings us to today's episode on the Dirty Boulevard, on today's Caffeinated Humor. These are hard times, times for keeping your head down, avoiding the notice of the dark cloud of black karma that hovers over us at all times, reaching down to strike without warning. Okay, so I got nothing to go with that, so it's just really an angst-filled emo line that came to me while I was driving. Moving on. I have been watching Glee on Netflix, doing a little binge-watching. I'm not proud of it, it is what it is. A friend of mine has been obsessed with that show and has harassed me non-stop for the last few years. So I watched the first few episodes, and I liked it. For the record, that's not like coming out of the closet or anything, it's just a show. Now, what I'm writing right now, it's 1.30 a.m. Three to four hours from now, I will post it to the blog site. Why am I up so late writing? And let me interject here for a second. This was back when I was writing the blog uh, five days a week. So I also hated scheduling it for later, so I like to write it fresh and post immediately. Moving on. Why am I up so late writing? Because I have the time management skills of a five-year-old combined with the Catholic Irish guilt-driven work ethic that gives me insomnia and the drive to finish shit at the wrong time. I'd love to go to bed. But the bitch-fest of emails I get when the blog is late is never any fun, and I do love fun. Now, why am I up late writing? Because I was in Hollywood earlier. I had a thing starting at 7, but I got there really early, and early enough to walk up Hollywood Boulevard to Starbucks for a little cup of coffee. My foot's asleep. I looked at the little homeless woman who said that. Under 5 feet... Couldn't be more than 80 pounds, kind of like more of a hummingbird class of homeless. And she was looking right at me. I have no idea why she would want me to know that her foot is asleep, but you play the cards you're dealt. No, it's not. When I'm in doubt, I disagree. It helps keep things going and stirs the pot. It's been asleep all day. She glared at me, angry that I would dispute her claim. Maybe it's dead. Okay, in retrospect, retrospect, wrong thing to say. Now, if you've never had an 80-pound enraged homeless woman coming at you like a tornado made out of teeth, a few teeth, broken fingernails, and the scent of piss and B.O., it's terrifying. But the adrenaline rush is stunning. You know, messing with the homeless is sometimes bad mojo, but I've accepted that. While it doesn't make me a nice person, I'm okay with the whole shallowness of it. Now, half block later, I slowed to a walk. I mean, the stamina of today's homeless is, is sorely lacking. Ah, coffee. This is one of my rare forays into night coffee. As a career insomniac, you may say that sounds like, you know, caffeine suicide. I beg to differ. I'm not sure it's a good thing. Might explain why I'm up at 1.30 in the morning. Now, in a gesture of goodwill bordering on being a pussy, I walked back on the other side of the street. I tried to talk myself into the idea that I just didn't want to antagonize her. She's obviously having a rough day. Eh. 
best not to push it, and I struck oil on the side of the street. The guy looks like a complete hippie and has probably taken every bit as much acid as they created in the 60s. He just looks that messed up. But he sings like a bird, and his guitar playing is impeccable. Now, I stood mesmerized for a good, by a good 5, 10, 15 minutes, and then I put five bucks in his guitar case. One thing I do love, not as much as caffeine, but one thing I love, performance. Can't miss it. And then I walked away down the block. Everything evens out in the end on the dirty boulevard. Awesome. And the coffee was good too.